Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Internet's Breadth. I'm Jonathan, and I welcome you to come along my journey to interview the people of the Internet, asking them questions I have in front of me. Today, we have Nancy with us. Hi, how are you doing, Nancy? I'm doing very good, thanks. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. How How's your day? been good i uh went into uh I'm, i live in london so i went out into um the center today and for the first time in a, quite a few months um so it was really nice i went into a comic book store got some comic books how's Ooh. your day been you know what not too shabby now i do have a question do you know mm. the tv show sherlock I'm familiar with it in that I can I hear other people discuss it every now and then, but uh, I do not watch it myself. Dang. I was going to ask if Sherlock's anything like Britain or London at all. But... Uh, I think it's like an, an, an old-timey version of it from what I can kind of gather from pop culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I kind of... Yeah, I, I wish I watched the show now so I could tell you. <laughs> uh, well, it is a good show. So answering the uh, forum that we've provided, you, sa you said you're half tans Tanzanian? Uh, Tanzanian. And half, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Latvian. <laughs> and you live in the UK. Yep, that's me. Right, so how did that just happened <laughs> uh i guess it started with uh my parents um basically uh my dad was studying for his phd um in what was um uh, basically he went to latvia to study uh aerospace engineering and uh met my mom whilst he was there and so i was born yay <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, after uh, after he completed his course, we all moved to Tanzania, where I grew up. And um, after that, uh, I wanted to study music. And so because in, in Tanzania, there a lot of the kind of further education after high school, uh, all those courses are kind of based in science and hospitality and technology. Um, they don't have a lot of arts. So I was able to beg my dad successfully to let him um, kind of send me away to uh, the UK where I researched this music and sound technology course. Um, and yeah, so I, I've been here since 2012. Uh, I lived in Portsmouth most of the time that I was in the UK and now I live in London. Wow. And, and so are you out of, do you call it college over there? Uh, university, I think college, uh, I get confused about this all the time, actually, because I'm not, uh, from here, but they, uh, I think college for them is, they do something like a year, like the years 17 to 18 years old. I think you can have a year where you specialize in something to get you ready for what would be college, but here is called university. Um, and you can also do all these like weird other things like what they call a BTEC, where you study like a specific uh, subject in more detail. Uh, I don't really get it, but it, uh, uh, the equivalent for, for college in the U.S. is university in the U.K. Got it. 
Well, if you don't really get it, then I don't feel bad for get, not getting it. Oh, yeah, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> um, so your some of your favorite hobbies is watching Marvel uh, and anime as well as comic books. Ooh. What What's your... Have you watched all the Marvel movies? Almost all of them. I think the ones that I haven't watched are all the Thor ones except for Thor Ragnarok. Um, I don't think I've seen Captain America in its entirety, uh, but I've seen bits and pieces of it kind of as in clips mostly where um, YouTubers analyze what's going on and uh, kind of get all the Easter eggs out. Um, So not all of them, but I am going to make my way through because I got Disney Plus. So I'm really excited (laughs) at some point to, to get through all of them. Yeah, and especially with the new TV series uh, that have passed and that are coming up. Uh, but what's your favorite? So first of all, who's your favorite Marvel character? Scarlet Witch, for sure. Um, I kind of wanted to really be a big fan of Black Widow. But then but she, especially on screen at the time, I think by the first Avengers movie, it was kind of like, oh, it's that chick from Iron Man. Because I wasn't really into, uh, like, I hadn't read any of the comics. Like, actually, reading the comics is something I only really started doing in the last few months. Um, but so at the time, I was just kind of uh, like a fan of the movies. But I never really connected with uh, Black Widow or, like, Iron Man was pretty much the coolest one, which I think most people who are fans of the movies would agree. But which appeared, I was like, I love her, and I don't know how to explain it. I think at the time it was as simple as her colors were all, like, red, and I really liked red at the time, so I was like, yeah, her, and she's magic. That's awesome. Um, And isn't there a, there's a spider named Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a, a very uh, poisonous or venomous spider. I can't remember which, but yeah, they're a little scary. So moving on to, I have a list that is 250 questions. We're not, Whoa. I'm, I'm skipping most of them. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'll try and speed answer them as much as possible uh, well if you you have amazing answers I don't care if you answer one and just take up a chunk of time or if you answer 30 and take up the same as long as as we we get the conversation moving and uh, talking so Mm -hmm. what's the most spontaneous thing you've done lately um hmm I think uh, starting uh, getting back into making music. I used to do music before when I was really into it, and I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to do it. But recently, I kind of, um, as a result of starting my own podcast, ended up talking to a lot of my old friends who are quite creative. And um, one of them, who is a composer, suggested a suggested that I talk to a music producer and I kind of uh on a whim said yes because I had all these ideas that I hadn't finished Mm -hmm. and I've got the itch now to kind of get them out of my system and see if it, it goes anywhere if they're even good um so I kind of spontaneously said yes to a meeting with uh 
basically a friend of a friend who is a music producer, which felt very like a little scary and serious to me because I was like, oh, my God, this, <laughs> this guy really knows what he's doing. He's really skilled. And here I am, like potentially just wasting his time. I really hope this ends up being good. Um, and I think as a result of it being so spontaneous, it ended up being a bit scary, too, at the same time. because I was like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but I'm glad <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I, I, you know, kind of in the same boat, because uh, I recently joined two podcasts. I'm hosting this one. And then I'm also, you know, I, I do have my own uh, YouTube channel. And then I also have I'm joining a secondary YouTube channel. And I'm, wow. I'm making a very big project, which, by the way, we might need a, a little bit of music design for it. And I'd love to talk to you about that. Uh, and, I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, already saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you think about like, you know, that, you know, that's that's a lot on its own. Um, but it's even more when I like, except for the big project, all of this happened in the last uh 72 hours oh my god wow yeah (laughs) that's amazing and and actually it started to get so much that i actually needed to get a book and start writing in the book everything that i've started and i don't think i i don't even think i've listed all of them i like i don't have the book near me um but that was the last 72 hours that i started two podcasts joining a youtube channel I'm editing for another person's YouTube channel. I'm upkeeping my own YouTube channel. And so I'd have to say that that is the most spontaneous thing I've done in my life. Not That's just so cool. lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it, it sounds like it's driven by a lot of excitement, which is also how I feel about everything that I'm up to these days. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the same vibe <laughs> with you with all that. So... Um, what type of music do you have you produced any music yet? Um kind of. Um when I when I was speaking to uh the music producer about kind of what I'd done, he'd asked me to uh send some of my stuff over to him and um uh it was kind of already half done. His name is um Jordan Leonard. Uh he's a, a really nice guy. Um, well, I, I only really got to speak to him for maybe like half an hour, but he seems really nice. Uh, and his work that I can see online is really, uh, quite good. Uh, but I provided some of the tracks that I'd done so far to him and he was, uh, I got the impression that he was like, so what, what is it exactly that you'd like me to do? Cause on some of these songs, you've already got music behind them and stuff. And I was like, oh, I guess just some polish. <laughs> I think I, I have um, very self-conscious about kind of what I put out. And I was uh, basically, it's almost like uh, I needed some approval to make sure that it was a professional standard of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer actually, <laughs> to answer your question, it's uh, I kind of do like singer songwriter folk stuff. However, um, I have also composed uh, like just using loops, uh, little intros for my own podcast, which is called the Flawed Workshop Podcast. And uh, another um, friend of mine who hosts a, po- a podcast called Peach Fuzz, uh, all about hair. And, and 
uh, I did the music for that. That was also quite spontaneous because um, I was just participating. She asked a question on Instagram and I was like, oh, I'd love to talk about like my journey with hair and like how I like to do it and what happened and whether I was self-conscious or whatever. And she was like, oh, hey, you do music, right? Can I hire you to like compose some music for my show? And I was like, of course. And then I immediately after sending, I was like, what have I done? <laughs> but it ended up being really good. It was like a nice little loop, some piano that I managed to kind of make sound good and like a little bit of humming. Um, so I think I'm I'm quite versatile in in as long as it's like poppy sounding. Gotcha. I actually uh, I play about ten instruments uh, currently as no well. No way. Uh, my one of my goals in life is to collect and learn every instrument that I can. So currently awesome. we're on currently we're on piano. Uh, mm. Yeah. So what's the most out there instrument that you're you're kind of learning? It it was going to be an accordion, but I turned it down. Um, <laughs> the most out there, none of them. They're all really basic. I guess the most out there would be the the tuba, probably um, tuba and sousaphone, which I don't actually own yet. But I played it in school uh, for mm. that was my main instrument. Uh I don't yeah. they're expensive, so I don't know if I'm gonna be going back to that just yet. <laughs> but mm. you know, make I'm taking the 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 scenic route for my uh instrument. Yeah. So it's uh I uh was very I was also a collector of instruments, so I had uh an ocarina, which is from oh. the video game. Uh, mm -hmm. uh Zelda oh god. I think it's Zelda. <laughs> I keep thinking that it's the Link Adventures, and I'm like, is that even a real thing? Um, no, it's Zelda. From <laughs> yeah. So from from those games, I bought an ocarina on eBay, and I was like, I'm gonna learn this. It's gonna be like my main thing. It's gonna make me so like weird and stand out from everyone else on YouTube and stuff. And then I never <laughs> ended up learning it. I also saved in my head. This is how I justified it. I saved a violin, an electric violin from. Um, going to somebody who <laughs> I had this entire story made up in my head but it would just it wouldn't end up in, in good hands so I had to buy it yeah you and just had to yeah of course and because it's electric I was like oh this is perfect no one will have to hear me go through those really awkward stages where you can't even really put the bow on the strings mm. because it's electric and so of course I'll learn the violin um however unfortunately it sat in my cupboard for about three years until I sold it <laughs> <laughs> wow i had i the option see okay hearing that hearing that i would have been the person to steal it from you and being like well i'm just giving it to a better place which is my place i want it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yep i i know the feeling i also the same it was when i was studying music at university one of the um guys who worked at the university studio was selling off some of his old instruments because either he was replacing them or he, he was just like oh i haven't used these in a while and along with the violin was also a mandolin and i was like if oh. i come home with both of these things, I think uh, <laughs> my now fiance, but at the time boyfriend, would probably end up killing me because he was like, <laughs> you have so many other instruments that you're not playing. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Yeah. The the things we do for music, eh? you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you could choose to do anything for a day, what could what would it be? I would like to dine at a Michelin star restaurants for every meal uh, for the entire day. Um, but but trying the best version of all the cuisines of the world. Wow. That's it's that <laughs> it's a very small, small kind of because like I think a lot of the things like I would some of the things that I want to do right now are very simple. I haven't been to the cinema because they've been closed for I think over a year now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't been to the beach in a few years because I uh, haven't been able to visit Tanzania in a little while, whether that's because of budgeting or some other things. But I know I'll have the opportunity to do those things again. Something like trying all the cuisines of the world from the best possible chefs. I feel like that's if that was a once in a lifetime opportunity and that would definitely only take up the day, that would be it. I think I would get. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye the Science Guy, John mm-hmm. Green, Hank Green, just a lot of smart people, and just sit in a conference room and just talk. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be anything <laughs> about what they know, but I, I just love to, like, sit and share thoughts with some of the, the smartest people. Mm-hmm. That's then if, so cool. If they say I'm smart and they're the smartest, haha. I've <laughs> I've taken over. Give me my crown. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think there should be some sort of like little like the common sense is called common sense, but it isn't as common, I'm learning as I'm growing up. <laughs> <laughs> um I feel like as a when I was younger, I thought that you gain more knowledge with age, but some people stop at some point they're like nah i've learned enough and i'm like are you sure there's so much in the world learn some more (laughs) some people are just content with the knowledge that they know and me personally i just you know sometimes i'll just sit down and read wikipedia for Mm -hmm. no reason it's so much fun it's so much fun because all the related articles sometimes you like if you start let's say if you start researching a a musical instrument and then it has the history of it and then some sort of like really weird like thing from the original country where the instrument came from you end up learning so much really strange kind of it's not even like trivia it's it feels better than that because like i don't know stuff like that feels like you're discovering a secret even though it's Clearly on the internet for anyone to read. <laughs> yeah, like, and then you go to trivia night and just dominate everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. I would say fresh pasta with tomato sauce. Really? I think so, yeah. Um, I think anything could get tiring after a little while. I was going to originally say sushi, but sometimes I don't 
like it's not always it's not always comforting to have whereas mm-hmm. like something like just really fresh pasta with a really nice tomato sauce is always really comforting and then can sometimes be like really fancy if you want it to be i think that i was just gonna say steak like that's it steak Ooh, yeah uh, cause I've had some really good and not, not even go to going to restaurants, having my, uh, brother-in-law grill and my grandma that does grill Ooh. and they make some of the best steak, like typically like, you know, you think meals, it was like, yeah, sure. I could go for like something common, but I feel like everything common in the long run every day isn't healthy for you. Yeah. So I, I feel think that's like... why I go ahead. Oh, sorry, go on. Well, now it's a standstill. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> um, I I think that's why I said the to uh, like if I have it with tomato sauce, I was gonna say pasta and cheese, but um, like macaroni and cheese, but uh, to make it healthier so that I live a little longer, uh, mm-hmm. that's where the tomato sauce comes in. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I'm gonna revise my answer. A meat, a meat and cheese platter. Oh yeah. Because then you got various that does meat. Sound really good. You got various cheeses. You know, it's cheating the system technically, but it's still a meal. So I'm counting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? If it makes <laughs> you happy for the rest of, for the for the rest of your hypothetical life <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> uh, what is your proudest accomplishment? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, for a long time, it was the album I did when I was 14. At some mm-hmm. point, that became a little embarrassing, so I stopped saying that. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, um, like, I don't know. Uh, it's a very abstract thought. I'm just very happy to be where I am now and so I I can't really pinpoint one single accomplishment that got me to where I am um Mm -hmm. uh if I had to pick it has to be an academic achievement um which was finishing uh finishing my law dissertation um about intellectual property law and and social media and how all that's developed that was something I actually really enjoyed doing but I was writing it whilst working full time mm-hmm. and that was so difficult to do especially because I'm a huge procrastinator <laughs> I think uh proudest accomplishment was simply uh having a rough history is simply just making it this far and still being a good human being at least I would consider myself yes. a good human being mm-hmm Yep. I mean, I, I, I'm I, sure everybody's been tested in the last year or so, but wow, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, if, if you if you can say that, and I feel I can say the same about myself, then it's all good. Like, oh, man. If you could share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? And to let you think, all right, meal, it's a steak dinner. Four individuals, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Mm -hmm. Elon Musk, 
Ooh, that's a good one. Um, ooh, ooh, my favorite president of America, and his name is Theodore Roosevelt. Ooh. And probably either Winston Churchill or Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, that would be such an interesting table. <laughs> ooh, I think... Like I wouldn't have thought to say this unless you mentioned a president, and uh, not that he was one, but I would love to get Alexander Hamilton, Lin Manuel Miranda, mm. Aaron Burr, and um, maybe Eliza, Alexander Hamilton's wife, mm. all together, mm-hmm. and be like. Look, guys. First, let's all watch Hamilton. Let's say it's a, it's a dinner and a <laughs> dinner and a show, maybe. <laughs> let's get, all watch Hamilton together. <laughs> get some popcorn. And, yeah, and I'll I'll just be like, okay, tell each other how you feel. This is the man who wrote this musical about you guys, right? And um, yeah, how do you feel about that, Eliza? What were the letters that you burned? Like, what did they say? Like, <laughs> tell us all. And I, I think. I mean, I'm hoping that it's in an isolated enough context that um, that Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr and Eliza don't get freaked out by the fact that there's like light bulbs and smartphones, <laughs> Pro- projectors, <laughs> live speakers. Yeah. How did he get oh, there man. in the first place? Is this a dream? Yeah. In the show, uh, they have a part of the stage that rotates, and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like this big mechanical thing. I'm sure that, like, if somebody really wanted to in the 17, 1800s, they could have kind of got like a big. I'm imagining like these giant wooden gears underneath the stage and people turning them. Um, yeah, kind of like uh, it kind of like uh, wooden ships where they'll turn it to raise the anchor. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I feel like if they wanted it badly enough, they maybe could have done something like that, so they wouldn't be too surprised by it. But, oh, I would just love to sit at that dinner table and then, like, and then maybe set aside an hour at the end for just me and Lin-Manuel Miranda so I can just be like, (laughs) I'm going to fangirl over you and how amazing everything you've done is. Um, Like, it's really cool. Uh, Can we sing together? And then we'd be done. (laughs) I think... um... I would settle like for an no. I just need one individual, and that's Theodore Roosevelt. Simply, mm. the man was he was doing a speech, got shot in the chest. They arrested the man, and Theodore Roosevelt was like, "No, no, no! A bullet's not going to stop me. Let me finish my speech." <laughs> that's that's a type of man I want to be in a room with. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about him, but that that's very compelling. <laughs> Oh, he, um, I, I think he's one of the most interesting presidents that we've had. Mm. If, even if you don't agree with him politically, it's still mm. very interesting because he died during presidency, I believe. And mm. his vice president, who became president, he had a quote that said, the only way death would have taken Theodore Roosevelt was when he is asleep because if he was awake he would have fought toe to toe to death. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> um yeah, just 
just to be in the room with that guy alone, I could conversations for days endless and I would brag about it. I don't care if it's like 30 years later. I would brag like, yeah, I talked to Theodore Roosevelt just by association. (laughs) I think I'm cool. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you said that to me and and that actually convinced me that you did, I'd be like, wow, you got him all the way from the grave. That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the longest you've gone without sleep, and why? Another uh, another academic achievement. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when I was studying music and sound technology for my bachelor's degree, I um, I avoided doing my dissertation again for just the longest time and it was like my law one was kind of easier because I knew I'd I'd learned from this original experience um (laughs) I think it was 36 hours and at the end I turned in something that was totally incomplete so despite all the lack of sleep um yeah it just it wasn't great (laughs) I uh started I think the morning, the day before the deadline, continued all the way through, and then on on the like the next day to submit it, I was gonna go straight to bed at like two or three o'clock whenever the deadline was. Mm-hmm. But all my friends dragged me out because obviously everybody's we had to submit it physically, like print it and get it bound and everything, and we had to submit it in like a little window. And we were all there and we were like, yay, we did it. All right, drinks. And I was like, guys, I can't. I'm going to go. But everybody was like, no, you're coming with us, Nancy. You're going to celebrate. And I was like, Ugh. I literally am hearing things because I, don't, I haven't slept in a while. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. There's noises everywhere. This is a music like department. Of course you're hearing things. And I'm like, oh, no, I know these ones are fake. I can tell the difference. I need to go to sleep. Um, but they wouldn't let me. And just as I do when I'm drunk, sometimes I am a little bit too frivolous with my spending. There was a, uh, like a supermarket attached to the student, like watering hole bar area. And I went in and bought one of each flavor cake, um, and brought it in. Cause I was like, if I'm going to celebrate, I'm going to celebrate. And I'm like half asleep, just shoveling (laughs) all these cakes into the grocery store basket. And I bring it over and I'm like, all these please. And I just bring them into the bar. And I don't even know if they allow people to bring in food like that. I just did it. And I was like, hi, I'd like a knife. And they're like, what? No, no, no. It's for these cakes that I brought from somewhere else. (laughs) Um, all in all, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I'll never I, do it again. <laughs> I, I think the longest I've gone was about, I'd say like 75 hours. And, Whoa. and there's no, there's no reason. I, um, sometimes I'm just sitting and doing something and then I decide, you know what? I'm going to stay up. <laughs> And I just do it for no reason. So I think the longest oh I've gone gosh. was 73 hours. And I was the most productive person. Like, I'm a, I'm a night owl. Mm. Also, I, I pumped, like, I don't know, I think I had, like, 30 coffees. Uh, I have a Keurig. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was the first mistake, was owning a Keurig. 
limitless coffee. <laughs> and I have running water right next to it, so I just <laughs> run water directly into the Keurig. And oh my goodness. I'm set. So um and and I just decided, you know what? We're gonna stay up. And then the next night I was like, you know what? We're gonna do it again. And then the next <laughs> night I was like, you know what? One more time. And then I I stayed up. And I think I only went to bed because I was just like, Yeah, this is boring. So then I just went to bed. <laughs> if I was um, entertained, I think you have a superpower. Uh, I, I definitely can like, I'm, I'm set for, uh, college because all I have to do is tell myself, my body to do it and we're good. Like deadline tomorrow. Ha, I'll get it done at 3am. Stay up just cause I can and then turn it in. Um, oh my goodness. I think that's, that's some sort of secret superpower skill. Um, <laughs> just will yourself into staying up. That is Wow. I'm jealous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So this question is weird because there's a period, but then the word goes on. So I think it's two different questions. So list mm-hmm. two pet peeves. Um, hmm. uh, per- uh, personally, I know one. I don't I don't mind when things happen. I don't mind when plans change. I don't mind when somebody moves my pencil. As long as I know they moved it, I do not care. I could care less. Mm-hmm. But if but if I go somewhere and I see something's been moved and I was not made aware of it, it bothers me just beyond reasonable being bothered. <laughs> Right. Yep. And so I'll walk into my room and then I see something's moved and I'm like, I'm upset. But if they even if they text me, I don't care if I don't see the text. If they text me, I see that I look, oh, I got a text. It's fine. But if I know, I don't care. Like you can rearrange my entire room as long as I know you're doing it. I don't care. But if you do it without me knowing, I am so upset. So that's that's. (laughs) That's probably my biggest pet peeve. Mm. I think what one that I can think of, uh, I was just reminded by it today. I used to work in, in retail, and it was when people just refused to use their observational skills. <laughs> um, <laughs> like questions like, I'm sorry, hi, do you work here? <laughs> Clearly dressed in uniform. Or like, uh, <laughs> when someone points at the price and that they and the, the item is clearly labeled like I can mm-hmm. absolutely understand when it's a little vague there's no pricing something like that or fine absolutely get clarity but if there's an item there is a sign underneath the item with the price on it and you point at it so you clearly know where it is you've seen it and you you ask me how much it is. What is that? What do you mean? How much of it? You have the information. You are pointing to the information. Oh God, it gets me so riled up. I just don't understand it. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> the the uh, kind of incident incident. It's not really that big a deal, but obviously it annoys me. Um, this uh, when I was at the comic book store, somebody walked in and um, got 
like somebody who was working there and I'm like, hi, excuse me, where's the nearest comic book store? And I was, I, I kind of, <laughs> I don't usually, I make a good effort to just like leave people to their thing and not really make it obvious that I can like hear and encroach upon other people's conversations. But I had to like, kind of like look up and be like, are you serious? <laughs> um, <laughs> It was so it was so strange to me. You're surrounded by comic books. There's like big posters of superheroes and it's like how can you not tell where you are? <laughs> it was so weird. It was yeah. so annoying. <laughs> I felt so bad for the member of staff because she was like, um, this we sell comic books here. <laughs> surrounded by comic books. Oh, so funny. But yeah. also so annoying. You know, I, I, I don't know how I'd respond in that situation, but I guarantee it would be the most like, sarcastic comment I've given in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, just look around yeah. like, hmm, I don't know. Where are the comics? Oh, it's crazy. I, uh, I, it was, uh, I think my time in retail trained any sarcasm out of me because, I like, people can't deal with it. Like, even in, I, well, I don't, I've not been to America before, so everything I know about the place is from media and news and movies and whatever. Mm -hmm. So in my head, I feel like when you go to, like, Walmart, and you go over to a Walmart employee and you say, hello, uh, where is the, you know, like, pet food aisle? They're like, oh, I wonder where it is. And that's, like, something that people kind of accept because they know that you're not paid a huge amount and you know that's okay so they're like okay i know your job sucks but please like just tell me where it is but here like i i don't know if that's true but here customer service is like a holy like if everyone has to be very polite and you can't really be sarcastic i you you definitely have to read the person but Mm. if somebody comes up to me and, and i worked a little bit of retail if somebody comes up to me and I'm holding a bag of dog food, putting it onto the shelf, somebody comes up to me and asks, hey, where's the dog food? <laughs> All I'm going to do is look at the dog food, look right back at them, look right back at the dog, and just keep doing that until <laughs> they get the hint. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I, I wish I really... I, 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 there are times in my time working in retail that I do wish I was a little bit more sarcastic because sometimes like I feel like people like that won't learn unless someone you know tells them that they're being ridiculous (laughs) yeah like like I understand uh you you really just gotta read the person sometimes because you Mm -hmm. know if somebody comes up to me and they're they're they have an attitude in the voice I'll be like, oh, well, here's the dog food right here. Or if, like, I don't know, I'll be like, well, I don't know. Let me go find someone that does. But, you know, if they come up to me and they're happy, I'm going to, you know, because, like, sometimes people respond differently to sarcasm. But, like, 98% of the time, they're like, oh, haha, you know, my mistake. That was, you know, it was it was an uplifting event. Um, But, you know, if you if you do it to the wrong person like mm, and they take it personally they will get they will go off on you and we call them karens mm. yeah karens <laughs> <laughs> um i play a little bit of dungeons and dragons 
and um, my fiance Alex sent me um, like uh, they have um, I don't know if you play Dungeons and Dragons or have seen any of the like material for it he sent me like um, oh god what is it like a character sheet or like a a stats sheet for what a Karen would be like in (laughs) D&D and it was so good Um, I think uh, (laughs) one of the things was um all Karens have disadvantage on animal handling checks. <laughs> and as a bonus action, they can um, use like a call manager spell or something. It was so funny. Oh, everyone makes opposed checks to um, charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, okay. Uh, aside from necessities. What is one thing you could not go a day without? Something to make sure that I will stay warm. I don't know if that counts as a necessity. I'd say that's a necessity. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, notebook and pen. I would say I have to be able to write stuff down much like yourself when you were saying earlier that you have all these ideas that you you've written down. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, I started watching YouTube videos where people were bullet journaling and they were decorating their journals and they were beautiful. And I was like, Oh, this is amazing. I want to do this. Um, so I started doing that. And I, if I don't have anything to write something down with, it, mm-hmm. it kind of, it, it has the potential to destroy my day someday. Because <laughs> if I know I've had a good idea, but I forgot to write it down, oh, it breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, you know, I don't know if there's anything that I couldn't live without because then I know, like, oh, it's one day. It's whatever, you know, suck it up. Um, because, mm. like, I, cause, like, I'm not too attached to anything. Like, I use my phone a lot, but I'm not attached to it. I use my computer Mm. a lot, but I'm not attached to it. And so it's hard for me to say, you know what? This is one. No, I know what it is. My earbuds, my Bluetooth earbuds. Oh, that's a good one. Because I, you know what? Yeah. You know, I take it back. There is one thing I can, I can't go without. I have Bluetooth earbuds that go around my neck. I also have aftershocks that like lie on your ears. And mm. I think I think I've worn these Bluetooth earbuds every single day for the last like year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I, oh, okay. I genuinely think I've worn these every single day, and it's not even if I, I'll like you know I'm not listening every day, but it, every day. I just put it on my neck and I forget about it. And then at the end of the day, I take it off every single day for about a year and a half. This is starting to get freaky because I we we haven't really spoken before today. <laughs> I, have <the> same thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> because I uh, I used to work in an audio store. And so mm. I used to have in my bag at all times an in-ear set and an over ear or around ear set mm-hmm. so that I could kind of 
you know, like I would make sure that they're one of they're both charged. But if one of them wasn't charged, I had a backup. But also, it depends on what I was feeling. And sometimes mm-hmm. I wear like my ears. Although I I don't know what's going on. Like I haven't had a hearing test or anything. But um, sometimes they can be very sensitive, and sometimes they aren't sensitive at all. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes wear my on-ear headphones to kind of just dampen how loud everything is, because. Oh man, the world is loud. Buses and cars, <laughs> they're all loud. They don't really enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, um, I live out in the country, you know, small town. I, I am in the country, but we're near a small town. And so I, I don't get the, the noise aspect of it. But mm. yeah, I, I completely agree. And actually, that's kind of my second pet peeve. Is mm. that Bluetooth earbuds, whenever they're low battery... They they say, hey, we're low battery. I'm like, hey, great. They're, you know, thank you for informing me. I'll think about charging you or I might just listen to you till I die. Um, But then it keeps saying, hey, charge the battery. Hey, charge the battery. Hey. And it annoys me so much that every time it does that, every time I say to myself, just die. You don't have to remind me that you're dying. I, it, uh, <laughs> Hello? I can't hear you if you're talking, by the way. I'm here. There we go. How's, oh, cool. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um, but I was just saying that it kind of reminds me of... I had a microwave uh, in my old place. And after it finished, it would continue to beep. <laughs> so it, would, it wouldn't even be like beep, beep, beep. And then like a long enough pause that you can kind of run from one room to the other. It would just be a very short pause. And then again, the same three really long and loud beeps. And I was like, I just, I hate it so much. So oftentimes I would basically over microwave whatever it is <laughs> that's in there just so that I wouldn't have to hear it even though, you know, it means it's completely inedible for much, much longer because it's com- like it's just steaming, boiling hot. <laughs> I I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and it is so annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, I get the convenience of it. Like, hey, don't forget. But also, I wish there was just an option to turn it off. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and it's like how how short does the manufacturer think my memory like my my short term memory is like I'm not going to forget something that I'm like currently using that's crazy <laughs> like from a design perspective that's insane and, I'm not going to forget my soup <laughs> in the microwave and for the people that like do forget. They typically have reminders or somebody to help them. Like, mm-hmm. just one beep. Hey, I'm done cooking. Great. Be quiet. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. 100%. All right. Well, I think I, I'm i at the end of uh, questions I have. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. It, it went by so quickly. I mean, yeah, it was 48 minutes, but it went by so quickly. Aw. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that's a sign of good conversation <laughs> i you know what i'd like to think so 
but when I'm mm-hmm. editing this, I guess we'll we'll actually know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Nancy, for joining us on Internet's Breadth. Uh, for mm-hmm. the viewers, they can ask you questions, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to answer whatever you have to ask me. <laughs> if you have any questions. Also, if uh, using Anchor's audio, we actually can hear you say it. So you actually speak to your phone or your computer, and it actually sends us that audio so that we can reply to it. It's actually hmm. a really cool system. So Yeah, yeah. I've got the, I use Anchor for the Flawed Workshop podcast as well. And yeah, nobody sent me anything yet, but I'm very excited for the day that somebody <laughs> decides that they'd like to. <laughs> I don't I don't care if, if it's like, you know, my mother who accidentally pressed a button. If I see that notification, it's going to make my day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so <Same> what, here. <laughs> what was your podcast? Uh, it's called the Flawed Workshop podcast. The Flawed um, It's about... Yeah, it's about um, creators, basically creative people who do anything from art to writing to sculpture to design, music, whatever. Um, And we kind of discuss what kind of struggles they go through when trying to do the things they love as a career. Oh, that's sound. I'm going to I'm going to write this down. I want to visit that. (laughs) And it will be in the link in the description. Podcasts have descriptions, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I call mine, I go back and forth between calling mine uh, a description, show notes, um, or uh, what was it? I think I said summary once. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. I don't think I've used that <laughs> word in a while. <laughs> I think, I think sh- show notes make sense to me. But all, mm. I think, you know, for a podcast, I think show notes makes more sense than description. But summary makes more. So, okay, hierarchy, show notes, summary, and then description. There we go. There's the hierarchy. Yeah. I mean, I upload, uh, I also upload it to YouTube. So I guess I'm just used to, and I watch so much YouTube that I think it's just become a part of my vocabulary when it's anything that (laughs) that I'm describing. If I send a a slightly longer text than usual, maybe I'll call that a description too. So I'm probably (laughs) describing something. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. And, uh, you know, yeah, let me, let me know your questions and how it all goes and yay. Thanks again for having me.